H A. Sorry, things are a little bit frustrating right now. Really appreciate you're willing to GM and run these games for us in the midst of everything. And you know, taking a break and doing some gaming is always always good, especially once we get into it. But yeah, definitely don't worry about the roll twenty or the you know you have to go through and once the players have joined the game, then assign them the character sheets and. There's multiple steps. It's easy to talk through if we're both like logged into a roll twenty, but trying to type out the instructions or do it otherwise is kind of a pain. But video and voice is totally fine, really. Um, but yeah, man, we're here for you. And believe it or not, you're part of our support. Or at least I'm going to speak for myself. You're part of my support structure too. Listen to this podcast. Help keep me sane and grounded. So keep up the great work and. Don't hesitate to reach out if you need something. Thanks he won't share with us The darkness in his brain The dungeon's master's plan The pleasure and the pain What's better left unknown Keep calling out to me I hear him think out loud To die the Only the brave shall come Open to page one My name is Che Webster And this is the Roleplay Rescue Dungeon Master's Diary Hey She, this is uh, Rob, also known as Mania I'm calling from Confessions of a Wee Timorous Bushy um, This is a uh, sort of a, an extension of the uh, very short conversation we had on on Twitter earlier on <clears throat> and uh, I'm basically calling regarding the uh, the episode why do you play what you play and uh, I really obviously it's a really nice piece it really got me thinking about some of the the issues that are coming up so in my own campaign I've just re- reached the first uh, anniversary and um, you know, we've been playing about uh, one game, probably about one or two, two games really a month. But on average, you know, there's been holidays and other things coming in. So the schedule tends to get a bit uh, um, changed and uh, well, it works out roughly, you know, a session uh, a month. So anyway, you know, um, as I mentioned in my latest episode, um the combat tends to slow down. It's getting very clunky around combat, and part of this is because I'm doing the the combat. I'm using the matrices for uh, first edition advanced Dungeons and Dragons, and I'm also using the weapon uh, versus armor modifications. And I've condensed that in a in a more palatable or readily usable form. But even then, I'm doing all the all the legwork really, and. Uh, the players are just rolling a d20 and add in a, a plus one or a plus two, whatever they might have, and then they give me the number and I'm doing cross-reference and everything. Um, in fact, some of the players don't even know what numbers to add up even after a year, so I'm, I'm having to prompt them as well, which is obviously not ideal and I should probably stop helping them as much. But um, it's, bringing, it's brought me to a point where I'm thinking, you know, um, should I bring in some other rules into the game, some house rules? Um, 
the most obvious ones being Thaco, um, which is already sort of semi-present in the first edition, but it's not really worked out uh, in a proper for- format until second edition. And the other one is uh, Ascending Armor Class, and sort of using um, Swords and Wizardry or some other uh, game that um, uses both systems to as a as a basis for uh, adopting that rule into first edition AD and D. So I could do that on one side, and then the other th- other way I could go is at a convenient point because we're running to the end of the immediate sort of campaign is to um well make a conversion and say you know um well we've done that for a year and i want to move on to something else that's that's more um a little more like smoother easier to manage and adopt um old school essentials or swords and wizardry using the ascending armor class and just um getting rid of a lot of the granularity in the weapons and etc and the kind of somewhat confusing layout of books so condensing that down into a more uh like a readily um reference referenceable is that a word um format and i wonder how you or the listeners feel about that kind of uh change within a campaign and obviously another another option available would be to say sort of draw a line under it and say well that's the campaign finished and um, and you know uh, next starting next month or the month after I'm thinking of doing a new campaign using system X what do you think anybody interested and just sort of doing that so I can I can go three ways really. I can just continue as I am with a, a few minor uh, changes I can make some very major changes or conversions and uh, still continue with the same or with uh, some kind of like second season of the campaign or you know um just draw a line under it say well that's that's that done and then and then you know allow people to uh start a new campaign um something that I've been wanting to do you know for example um Dolman Wood old school essentials or or um, a mega dungeon like uh, Rapan Athuk. I'm not sure, but yeah, obviously, it's also this is a sort of second part of the the question. This also returns to something you were saying that is that um, we should be playing games that we want to play. Do what you want to do, right? Obviously, it begs the question: um, What do you want to do? And and are there people who want to do it with you? So. We all need to sort of agree on 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 um, how we're going to play the games, or we agree to differ, and then you know we sort of go our own ways, I guess. So that's that's uh, something I wanted to share, and I thought I'll put this up as a as a, a piece so that you can throw it up on your um, your podcast uh, if you think it'll be of any interest. So anyway, thanks very much for listening to this rather long, um, sort of uh, confusing uh, meander. I've been doing these a lot today, so uh, bear with me. Uh, Thanks very much. All right. Take care. Bye. Brilliant call from Minion there. Thank you, Rob, for sharing your thoughts. And um, I've I've sat on this for a a week or two because 
I wasn't quite sure where to put it or what to do with it. But um, you know what? It just seems that it's perfect diary um, kind of stuff. And um, yeah, just thanks for the call and the thoughts. In terms of your game, I, I don't think I can advise. If it were me uh, in the past, I've done all of those things, those three options. I've done them all. Um, every single time I've done either of the first two, that's pretty much killed the campaign. Uh, so I would probably advise wrapping things up being honest with your players and uh you know start afresh you can start in the same setting and change game rules but start over um that's what i would do um or just do something else you know and like you said the second part what is it that we want to do and will people come with us i think in the past i've been very afraid to veer away from what i thought people would want to do uh but there are two problems with that and one is that i'm assuming i know what they want to do and often you know i'm not very good at communicating what i want to do so they don't really know and the second thing is trusting them you know in the end are they at the table because of the game i'm running and that alone or are they at the table because um the game i'm running is also you know part of the equation but actually why they're really there is because they want to be with me and um i think that i would rather game with people who would choose to be with me so if they don't want to come and play because i'm playing the wrong game I've kind of got to the point of I'm sort of feeling um well I'm still I'm still wanting you to come and play with me not just in a game that I happen to be running because you know you fancy it but um then again I mentioned this last part of this dun- this dungeon master's diary is that just pure narcissism I don't know so anyone else out there listening got any advice for Rob let's get us talking and uh, see if we can help the man out and thanks again for your call in oh and of course thank you to Jason for the top of the show diary time it's Wednesday lunchtime and I thought I would do an addendum on this morning's uh, rather long rant Um, so sorry about that I, um, yeah, I've done a couple of things today. So first of all, I've managed to sort of do the work I need to do um, and it's lunchtime. So I'm going to be taking the afternoon out. I've uh, notified my boss that uh, there's some personal stuff and um, they're gracious enough to say, you know, yeah, you know, take the time you need. This is a difficult time. So I'm going to do that. And hobby wise, I'm also just going to park everything I was doing. I was going to sit and really just nail down my plan for saturday's game but i've got time tomorrow and friday so today i'm just going to take some time out for me and uh that means hobby wise really probably a combination of reading and i'm going to be looking at uh i think i'm going to look at the harm map actually um and really think about fantasy there because i'd like to do that i think i would really like to go and explore that map had a really good chat with jason hobbs which is a forthcoming interview and one of the things that came out of that conversation was this idea that uh, maps are a wonderful inspiration. And, of course, we should never feel bound by canon, you know. And every game is different. Every every way we run things is different. Anyway, one of the things that I wanted to add um, was just this reflection upon the nature of the community of of you guys, really. The listeners to the podcast, especially those listeners who are listening to this the dm's diary i um 
I think I realised this morning, I, I took up some washing and I was hanging it up. And then while you do that sort of chore, you think, don't you? And um, suddenly it occurred to me that, you know, if I was to talk to my parents about the concerns I have uh, during COVID-19, they would not understand and it would just cause them worry. I can't talk to my wife because partly she's the cause of my own sort of stress and hassle and I'm there to support her. So that's inappropriate. And then it's friends and my friends are all, you know, scattered and very few because I am incredibly selective about who I'm friends with. But it's um it's important to know that actually my 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 primary support network personally and this is a very personal statement um, is you guys actually, which uh, some might say is kind of sad and worrying, but I would say is a really rich and wonderful thing that the uh, the great community of, of of yeah friends around me in my, from my, from my hobby has always been the thing that bound me through. You know, as a kid, bullied at school, it was my gaming friends, and all through life, it's been my gaming friends who have held me together. So, I wanted to say thank you if you are listening to this. You are one of that community, and I wanted to say thank you for listening. And um, yeah, I just realised that uh, the only place I can really vent is actually to the community of listeners, and that's sort of a weird thing because that's there's a kind of a line, there's a fourth wall thing, isn't there? Like podcasts, aren't they supposed to be a, sort of a show, a presentation? This one isn't, is it? It's. Uh, peek behind that screen and it's raw and it's always been that way but this really exposes it so I'm sorry if I drag you down um, I hope that I can be more hopeful and positive um, but I'm not gonna lie to you I'm finding this tough and if you're finding it tough I want you to know you're not alone so f please do feel free to reach out message me email me get into discord and talk because i'm not hesitating to reach out when i need help from you guys thank you thursday um i'm just recording this really for posterity i suppose um to say it out loud i had an anxiety attack um last night and uh that has never happened to me in my entire adult life. Um, well, you know, certainly since I left home and uh, oh, it's a weird thing. Um, there are a whole load of things that have been going on and I understand fully the psychological reasons for it. But still, it was a shock. And um, I, uh, I've, I've reported this to my boss Um and, uh, well, really, um, I, uh, just intend to take a day out, I think, and, um, recover. But, um, yeah, anyway, just recording this for the sake of, uh, well, whatever, saying so. Yeah, you can tell I'm with it, can't you? <laughs> okay, enough. Friday the 1st of May, so pinch punch, 1st of the month, no returns. That's something I usually write on the board in my classroom above the date. And um, yeah, I missed that. But hey, yesterday was a dark day, right? Um, 
But uh, good sleep last night, so feeling much better today. Deb also slept last night, which was a real boon. And um, I'm sitting down this morning. What's interesting is that um, I think I know what I'm going to write about, you know. I think I've figured out what I'm going to start writing about. And um, it's only beginnings of ideas, and I'm not saying anything on air. But uh, guys, if you were wanting me to write, um, I think I figured out where I'm starting. So that's a good thing. I also like yesterday I, I sat down and started working on the fantasy game that I want to run and um I'm using the the map from Han um by Columbia Games and I'm also using the a lot of the lore I've been reading through actually and um it's fascinating to me it really is now I'm not sure that I'm going to use the lore kind of lore as written you know um I talked about this in a previous episode but I um I think there's a lot there that I can build upon and use. So I'm uh, I'm kind of excited about that as a project. And it looks like there are some players. Uh, the Orm Roleplay Rescue Discord, it looks like uh, maybe that, that little core group that has been doing GURPS adventures and with whom I'm supposed to be playing on sun, Saturday night with Monster Hunters, pretty much all of those guys uh, are interested, and plus one or two new faces as well, seem interested, which is wonderful. It really is. And... Um, so yeah, I gotta gotta pull that together. Uh, two thoughts at the moment about character building because I wanna I wanna provide um, uh, two ways of getting ready really for your adventure. I wanna provide um, the more traditional kind of random um, process alongside um, a sort of a build points build system. So. Yeah, I've got a little bit of thinking to do around that, and that's an interesting challenge as well. I'm not going to rush into this one, though, um, thinking at least um, a month or so out before any kind of play can happen. Um, I'm strongly tempted to have a sort of session zero with the guys uh, in a fortnight or so um, instead of a regular Saturday session uh, just to sort of talk through um, with them a little bit about uh, the the game that I want to run because it's something different for me to move to what would be a more regular game but uh, two big thoughts were that I, I I definitely want to um, put a lot of the things that I've been theorizing about into practice and um, one of the decisions I've made is that I'm going to write um, adventures or prepare adventures because you don't really write them um, I'm going to prepare adventures in a very kind of uh episodic manner i think um so i'm going to allow their space so players can kind of come and sign up for you know a sort of one to three session adventure um and that's a commitment over a few weeks but then no more than that and then obviously we can kind of jazz band it from there uh that obviously being a term from um oh is it the far far realms that's right um the idea that uh you kind of you know you can change the party between adventures if necessary and uh, players come and go, you know, so that's fine. And I'm um, going to run it in that kind of fashion, I think. Um, there will be an on, it is a, you know, is a sense of a, an ongoing thread through those adventures, but it's not um, something essential to the individual kind of play experience. And um, I want every session to be, you know, in itself uh, engaging and interesting. That being said, the other thought was I really want to slow down for immersion. I'm looking for a game. You know, what I what I want out of the game is that 
exploration of the world. So this is going to be quite um, quite a, simula- a simulation of that world, I suppose, that I'm looking for. Um, I'm really looking to dream together, you know, to to delve deep and um that means slowing it down being being patient and allowing for play to emerge you know at a natural pace so i'm interested in that i'm excited about that and uh yeah gonna stop witchering saturday morning woke quite late actually been, been for my walk and uh that's all great tonight is uh, monster hunters uk um and yeah, I'm kind of terrified. <laughs> I've realised I don't like one shots. Um, they're far too much effort. You know, it, uh, I'm going to use um, a scenario from Dark Matter, um, an introductory scenario. I'm hoping it will run just one session. Um, the guys have created characters, which has been fun. I think there's been a lot of learning through doing this. Don't get me wrong. I think it's going to be a great little fun game and all the rest of it. But of course, two weeks ago, I agreed to do this. And typically enough, I'm still not prepped. I realised that, uh, you know, it's that old principle, isn't it? That the time you give something, you know, the job will, will basically expand and fill up the time you give it and um, keep putting things off, basically, until the last minute. But a part of me is also knows that, actually. I don't need a lot of prep. Um, you know, I've kind of looked through the scenario and it's a, it's a solid um, little adventure. So that's not a problem. The, uh, the only thing I need, really need to convert, to be honest, is a monster. So I need to do that today, uh, make sure I've got the monster. But there's plenty of stuff for me to drag out of Monster Hunters UK, uh, out of the Monster Hunters books for GURPS, and just throw on the table. So I don't perceive that being a huge problem. What am I nervous about? Um, I'm always nervous as GM. I think I think that's been established. I think every time I go to a game, I'm edgy about it. Uh, I don't want to let guys down. Um but also, I, it's this discomfort with things that are unknown. Um, and this is the problem I have with one-shots, is that every time I come to a new sort of game, a new setting, um, a new world, a new um, any element of it is new, I'm going to be edgy because it's new. And if you do that, if I'm constantly you know, playing in different worlds, and, and if it's even worse if I play with different games then I've got all that tension, I've got a lot of learning to do and a lot of edginess around it that kind of um, isn't good. And what I realised is that so in the last few days there's been a lot of discussion on Discord about getting into um, playing in Han and um, I'm going to use GURPS and by putting those two pillars in place it allows me to focus on the sort of the last bit which is essentially the the sort of the game mastery. Um what I previously referred to is like your game structure. I think I'm, what I'm talking about is game mastery, actually. I think we're talking about the tools you use as a game master to kind of run a game. And um, that's slightly different from rules. Rules mastery and game mastery are different. And world mastery is another kind of element, I guess. And... Um, that's the sort of evolution of my thinking going on here because I realised that having kind of chosen a world that is very consistent, um, and for those who don't know, Columbia Games is Han. It's been around since 83. There's a lot written for it. I'm going to do the thing of taking the um, the map 
and t taking the world material actually and using it but um always always making it my own you know always thinking well what am i interested in here and how can i twist and tweak it if if i want to uh han is incredibly low magic which makes it very easy to add magical and amazing things into that world without kind of it you know screwing anything up really which is great but actually i'm really drawn as you're probably aware if you listen regularly really drawn to lower magic and lower power games and um yeah it's gonna be exciting and, and because i'm excited about that and i get my head into that world and i feel like um you know everything else feels uh, a little bit like too much effort to me right now i want to settle uh, settle down i think Which sounds really odd now that i say it but um yeah i just want to settle into a, a game you know, I'd really like to come home to some kind of regular game, you know, where I can I can run adventures in a world that I get to know really well, with a game set of rules that I get really to know really well, and then develop my game mastery, become a really awesome game master. Um, I'm already okay. I'm pretty okay at this, but um, there's so much to do and learn, and um, that's what I want to dig into. So. That's where I'm at. I'm going to run the game tonight, but I think it might be my last one shot, despite the fact that I thought I might do two or three more. I feel like I've almost learned as much as I need to from that, and I'm certainly ready for magic, and I'm certainly ready for sort of, you know, pushing the walls of GURPS further and, and going deeper. So, um, yeah, excited really to to look at what's beyond it. But at the same time, tonight's the group of gamers that look like they've kind of coalesced around GURPS. There's seven or maybe even eight people. Certainly seven who are interested in coming to Han said so. And another guy, kind of new to our community, who is on the fringes and wants perhaps to be in the reserves. I guess that's the way to look at it. And I guess anyone at the moment, anyone who wants to play is going to have to kind of get into a bit of a queue. Because if I've got seven, I mean, honestly, seven players is a bit much. So... Um, we'll see how that goes um, but I'm, I'm really glad to have seven people and to be honest with you there's a part of me that would like to push that and and be able to accommodate as many as I can maybe that'll mean you know I'll have to have more than one one session um, but we'll see we're going to do fortnightly Saturday night online gaming with this and uh, yeah you know as I as I move towards um I think with Dolmenwood, it's going to be play through the um, fifth level scenario over a few weeks. And then after that, I'm going to really need to take stock because, um, yeah, I, it's been fun. <laughs> but uh, OSE is not um, not everything that I would want from a game. So, yeah, I'm focusing down, I guess. I'm coming home. And... Uh, well, I hope that I hope that that will be a long term thing. But you know, with me, is anything that long term? Saturday night, ten thirty, and I just finished playing a game of Monster Hunters UK. Uh, we used Hangouts and a bunch of normal, regular dice, and we played Monster Hunters using GURPS, and played through the first part, really, of Exit 23. It was absolutely fabulous. Um, I had a really good time. Six players. Unfortunately, one of the guys had to drop at the last minute, but um, 
yeah, it was great, really good fun, and I really I feel energized. I spent today um, kind of designed the monster. I needed to sort of essentially adapting the scenario. I needed to design a monster and uh, a couple of NPCs, but basically did all of that this afternoon. Got myself ready to play, and it's been good. We had very little. I mean, learning wise, there's a few things that came up in play, and there's a few things we had to check and look up. But it was really great. Is I got a bunch of players who are willing to really quickly solve those things. You know, like if someone isn't quite sure, someone else will throw it out, and um, that's brilliant for me as GM. It has to be said that being a ref where you have to do everything is really tiring. Being a ref where you've got a bunch of players who will do a lot of things and help out. That's awesome. So I just have to say a massive thank you to my players, if any of you are listening. And I'm going to say it's time for bed, but what a great night. Game on.